undefeated light heavyweight prospect Cody Brundage. What's going on, Cody? How's life right now for you? Great, man. Training full time. Just moved, so it was a little busy there for a couple weeks, but all settled in now. Definitely. Before we get into all of that, I wanted to ask you about uh, your career so far, man. You've only been training MMA, I guess, full time for about three years now, and now you are on the cusp of entering the UFC. Did you envision that from the start? Uh, so when I first started, I, I mean, I thought I could be successful, but I don't think in three years I thought I would go from being a guy who was just going to a gym, checking it out, to possibly fighting for the biggest organization in the world at all. No, I never thought that. I thought, you know, I knew I could catch people and work really hard, and I knew I had a good base, but I didn't think I could make the strides I did as fast as Having that wrestling base, you know, how important was that for you to pick up other aspects of the martial arts? Uh, it was huge. Um, you know, a lot of people don't know I have a wrestling base, but my family, you know, I didn't do any other martial arts growing up, but my whole dad's side of my family were all black belts in Taekwondo. So I was kind of grew up around that my whole life and kind of just saw like them like working out and kicks and all that kind of different striking aspect. And uh, although I never did the sport, I, you know, would mess around and, and play with it a little bit. And then I was always a huge fan. So I had wrestling which obviously, you know, it's a great base to have. I think it's tough to pick that up later in life. So it was good to start with that. And then um, being a big fan of the sport, I think just watching high level mixed martial arts, I was able to pick up on a lot as well. And then obviously, you know, my wife, she's a boxer, she's a striker, so she helped compliment me a lot. And then um, really all my training partners and stuff helped me pick it up real quick. But I think wrestling base is the best to start with. I really do. I think it's the hardest to learn later uh, when you're older. So having it since I was seven years old has been huge, I think, for me to kind of have, like we said, that quick rise. Yeah, the wrestling base, I feel like it is the best martial art to have in your back pocket when you're tired and it, you got to get gritty, right? For sure. I tell everyone, I'm like, no matter what, like I could get clipped, I could be tired. I know I can wrestle whoever. So uh, no matter what, it's something that just gives me kind of a crutch. Like I always have something to fall back on. Like you said, like you could be beating the crap out of me on the feet. But if I can get it to the ground, I can breathe, I can relax, you know, I can get myself back into the fight, which is you don't have that. You're kind of screwed, you know. Now, you, you mentioned your wife. You know, I wanted to get into this story of her holding mitts for you before she was your wife and her <laughs> talking crazy shit to you. And that, that kind of impacted you to pursue, uh, I guess, MMA a little bit harder. You know, talk. give us that, you know, recap of that story and how it impacted you and her impact. Yeah, so I showed up at the gym and I didn't even know who she was at the time. Um, you know, I just knew that I wanted to, I love the sport, like I said, and I wanted to train and I would show up early in the mornings. I was actually coaching wrestling about an hour and a half away from our gym at a, a D3 school called Olivet College. And I would show up at the gym at about 8am. I would run, hit the bag, do whatever. I was kind of on my own. There weren't a lot of people there. So I would just kind of do, I didn't know what I was doing, but I was like, well, I guess I'll hit the bag or, or move around, whatever. And then I would go to, uh, college wrestling practice an hour and a half away and then drive back to the gym at night for classes with other people. Uh, but one morning I showed up there and she was there and I think she was supposed to have a private or something, but they didn't show. So she's like, I can hold mitts for you or whatever. And I'm like, who's this 130 pound girl going to hold mitts for me? Like, I don't even know who she is. turns out, obviously, you know, she's super credentialed fighter, but she's holding mitts and I'm hitting them and I'm, I think I'm sick. And she's like, you're just not very good at this, huh? I'm like, what? Like, I'm good. I'm sick. I can fight. You know, I've been in some fights before. I'm like, I know how to fight. And she just was not having any of it. And so from there, um, 
obviously we got pretty close and she just continued to work with me like every morning we started working out and uh it's funny when when we first started working together she's like you're gonna be really good and you're gonna owe me two percent for the rest of your life is what she told me she always said you're gonna owe me two percent now and it turns out now i owe her 100 percent because we're married <laughs> so <laughs> it worked out pretty well for her but yeah it was, it was a cool story you know she she took an interest uh in helping me be good right away she always says like from the beginning she thought like i had the the work ethic and i would have the ability to be successful it turns out she was right so I also saw that uh, you're expecting a little one early next year, man. And congratulations, first of all. And uh, does that change anything, you know, your perspective on just life overall, not just even fighting? Uh, I mean, I think you're, I guess for fighting, you're supposed to be like, no, it doesn't change anything, blah, blah, blah. But it does, man. It changes everything, you know. Uh, I think a lot of people get in this sport to change their lives. You know, I know I certainly have. Um and it's not conventional. It's hard. It's a hard life. And, and it's hard when it's just you and, and your wife. It's hard when it's just you. And then you talk about trying to bring up a little one as well. It's tough. You know, I think a lot of fighters know that. Um, so, yeah, it changes everything. You know, there's more pressure. There's more motivation, but there's definitely more pressure to, to make it and, and be able to support yourself financially. And and like I when I was young, my parents, you know, I didn't want for much. My parents really worked hard to give me everything I ever wanted. So, you know, I really want to be able to do that for my child as well. Um, so, yeah, it changes a lot, a lot of growing up to do. You know, I feel like I'm pretty mature. I'm young. I'm only 26, but I feel like I'm pretty mature. But then you hear you're having a kid and it's like, man, I'm just a kid. I'm, you know, I'm young. I don't I don't know anything. Bobby always jokes. She's like, they're just going to let us take this little human out of the hospital. And they're like, you can take it home with you. Like, we don't know what we're doing. We have no idea. So it's pretty crazy and uh, and wild. But I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be exciting. Um, but yeah, it definitely changes a lot in your mental, I think for sure. Well, speaking of other changes over the summer, you made the permanent move over to Colorado factory X. How has that transition been for you? Oh, the transition has been great. It was really a tough decision. Um, my family lives in South Carolina, so I was already pretty far from them in Michigan, but, uh, Bobby's family lived right down the road in Michigan. So it was nice to have that support. And then coupled with, you know, I was really close to a lot of people at my old gym, my coaches, uh, they put a lot of time and effort into me, my training partners like Josh Parisian and stuff. And and it was tough to to kind of figure out, hey, I'm on contender and then be like, hey, I'm going to bail. And that's how it felt like to me. And, and, you know, loyalty and is a big thing to me and keep I've always kept my circle very small. Um, but, you know, I, I felt like it was the best move to be successful, you know, regardless of what happens in this fight, uh, the training partners I've got to work with out here and um just the, the level of work i've been able to have out here you know I've been, i'm training full-time for the first time in my career so this camp will be the first camp i train full-time um and i'm getting you know it reminds me kind of those old college wrestling days where we're just grinding in there every day and and i'm taking my lumps you know it was very rare at my old gym that i would take many lumps and i've always thought like if you're the biggest dog in the room you got to find another room so it was tough and, and it still is tough you know especially the day we got here was the day we found out we were pregnant. So, um, you know, yeah, moving here and it was our, actually our first anniversary, our one year anniversary from when we got married, figured out we were pregnant and we were out here kind of on our own. I mean, obviously like Colin came with me, Colin Englund, he's my best man at my wedding. He's my best friend, but, uh, it's just tough, you know, being away from family and stuff, but, uh, factory X really took us in and, and, uh, treated us like family from the start. So, um, it was good. You know, I have a great relationship with Mark. I got a really strong relationship with Anthony Smith and 
And these guys really kind of took me under their wing and didn't give me much time to feel uncomfortable or, or out of the loop. You know, it was immediate, like, hey, you're one of us. Let's make this happen. So it was good that way, for sure. Yeah, I spoke with uh, Colin, who is also fighting on the Contender Series in September. And uh, he's a beast, another monster on the, you know, in the yeah. cage. Uh, yeah, it must be nice to have that support system just, you know, and vice versa to feed off each other moving over there. Oh, no, I was for a little bit when I first moved to Michigan, I was actually living out of my car in the middle of winter. So it was like, obviously, you don't want to be doing that. It's like 10 degrees outside. And uh, he told me, he's like, hey, you can come stay at my dad's. And I was like, you know, we're grown. I'm not going to come stay with you and your dad. And it turns out his dad actually uh, works abroad in China. And so he's like, dude, you're not sleeping in your car anymore. Come stay. I'm like, dude, I don't. And I told him, I was like, it's weird, man. I don't want to crash it. Like, crash your dad in your spot. He's like, my dad's not even there. I'm like, all right, I'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> he took me in. And then uh, he actually got me a job, too. I was bouncing at the bar that he was at for a while. So he really uh, was another guy. You know, it was Bobby and him really kind of put me on that path to train and, and work to be big in MMA. And I remember, like, as far back as like when I was an amateur, he's like, "Hey, you're gonna you're gonna be really special." Like I, I tell everybody, you're gonna be really good. And now I say the same thing about him. You know, I'm super excited to kind of be at the same point in our career and like get in together. You know, we've always kind of talked about that. So, yeah, exciting times for us for sure. Yeah, feeding off each other. Now at Factory X, you mentioned Anthony Smith. Of course, you're working with Coach Mark, and you got Colin. Who else have you been working with over there? Also, I've been working with Dustin. Uh, you know, Dustin Jacoby. He just got that contract. It was an awesome fight. You know, I thought it was the best fight of the night, really. Um, yeah, he's been a great training partner. He's another vet, you know. People think, oh, he just got in the UFC, but that guy's a bad dude. You know, he's been beating the best guys in glory for a long time, competing with the best. And uh, he's, I've definitely been taking my licks from him, but he's been teaching me a lot. Uh, kind of another guy that kind of took me under his wing. Zach Cummins is another guy I've been working with. Um, and he's just a grinder, too. You know, he gets after it, and we get hard work in. Um, and then just some other guys like uh, Josh Friend, Austin Jones, like those guys have really been pushing me hard. Um, but everybody, you know, that's the funny thing. Like there's guys in the UFC that I go with and guys that are on the regional scene and it's there's no easy rounds. So, you know, it, it's a dog fight every time I'm in there. And I, I tell everyone, they're like, what are you most looking forward to about your fight? And I'm like that it's not Friday sparring at Factory X because it's just a bunch of killers in there, man. I'm telling you, like you can look forward to your fight knowing it's going to be easier than your training sessions. And I have a lot of confidence in that. With everything going on in your life, you know, the, the Contender Series fight is a big opportunity. And the date switched from July 21st to September 1st. Was yeah. that a blessing for you, do you believe? Uh, I think it ended up being a blessing for sure because, you know, I made the move. I got a full camp out here. Like I said, I've been training full time. You know, I used to work a full time job and then train at night. Uh, so just being able to train full time has been a blessing. But I'm definitely a guy that wants to stay super active. Like if you go look at my history i fought, you know, I try to fight every two months. I'm always fighting, always taking short notice fights. I think it's because in wrestling, you wrestle 40 times a year. So it's weird for me to sit on the sideline. And I remember when I got offered this fight, my management company, uh, Jason House, called me. He's like, hey, we got this fight. It's in July. And I think he called me in March, maybe April. And I was like, I don't know. Dude, I don't want to wait four months. You know what I mean? And then it ended up being now it's in September. So it has been almost seven months since my last fight. And uh, I think it it's huge because the amount, you know, seven months is almost a quarter of my whole career. So to be able to train that much time, the improvements obviously are going to be pretty drastic uh, and the change of scenery, obviously you're going to change a lot of your game. Um, so it's been, it's been good. It's been tough kind of not competing, but I guess with COVID and everything, it would have been that way anyway. Um, 
but yeah, I'm excited because there have been so many changes in seven months. You know, I think sometimes if you've been in the game a long time, it's tough to improve or tough to make changes. I'm so new to the sport that, you know, I'm kind of just like a sponge. I pick up everything from everybody and I just want to get better, better, better. So uh, it's definitely been a blessing in that in that way. And I'm hungrier than ever to get in there again. So definitely. Well, you got William Knight, man. Um, I know you're a guy that likes to study film. What do you see? What is your breakdown? Uh, I think he's I think he's really good, man. I think he uh, I think he beats a lot of people before they get in the cage with him. Um, I'm pretty confident guy. So I don't think that's necessarily going to be the case for me. But I think, you know, he stays in shape. He's strong. He has power. He's pretty explosive for a bigger guy. Um, and, yeah, I mean, the guy's a freak. If you look at him, he's a specimen for sure. But I just – I think the things he does very well, you know, he's a good wrestler. He uses his strength to kind of work people down, grind them out. He never gets too uh, – out of out of his mind he's always pretty composed i think that's his best quality honestly is that he's super composed i've seen him basically lose most of the film i've watched he's losing the fight and then comes back and wins because guys just break and they you know they, they're hitting him with everything they got and it doesn't doesn't really uh have an impact on him so that's been something i've been trying to uh be aware of you know he's not getting too frustrated in there just kind of having fun um like i said i think he like he uses his grappling and his his strength on people, which is kind of what I do too. So it's just going to be a matter of who's going to impose their will on the other person. I think, you know, up to this point in my career, I've been pretty successful with doing that. I don't think there's many guys in the UFC, uh, definitely not on the regional level that can really match my wrestling. Uh, I think I have some of the best wrestling in the game right now. So, you know, I think that's going to kind of win out for me. And then it's just going to be a matter of staying composed, not getting too frustrated and getting the W. But I mean, he's definitely a solid opponent. He won on Contender Series, already got a finish. He's kind of younger in his career, too. He's an older guy, but he's not been fighting a super long time, so I'm sure he'll have a lot of improvements since the last time. But, yeah, I'm excited for it. It's going to be fun to get after it. With a, a high, I always rise to the level of my competition, I feel like, so going against better guys is always better for me. Yeah, in his first appearance, he, he got a developmental deal out of it, and then he actually lost after that, and now he's coming in his second chance at the Contender Series. Do you feel like that kind of plays, I guess – in your favor that the pressure you know what i mean that he faces entering this fight against you uh yes and no i think it plays a role in my favor that if i go out there and finish this guy i tell everyone like if this guy finished me he would get a contract so if i go out there and finish him you know i expect the contract uh in terms of you know does he have a lot more pressure no i think we have the same amount of pressure because we're both competing for the same thing i'm the best guy he's ever fought you know he's one of the better guys i've ever fought I joke. I still think my hardest fight ever was as an amateur. I fought Dalton Rosa. And, I mean, you look at what that guy's doing on the Bellator scene. Like, he's killing people. And he's super a super legit prospect as well. Um, I just ended up taking that as an amateur when really it'd be a super high-level pro fight if we did it right now. Uh, but, yeah, so, we're. I mean, we're both facing high-level competition. And the pressure's high. That's the most pressure situation. You know, I think there's less pressure when you're in the UFC. You know, you're trying to show out, and, and I tell people sometimes, too, like my wife, I'm like, I think this is almost like a different sport on Contender Series. You watch guys do things they would never do in an actual fight just to try to get that contract. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's super high pressure for both of us. And maybe he has an advantage because he's been there before and kind of known what to what to expect, but I don't know. I've competed in some of the hardest, you know, highest pressure environments in wrestling and wrestling and all through growing up, so 
I'm ready for it, I think. Do you feel like one of the keys is to not go out of character in your fight in this, you know, opportunity? Because like you just said, a lot of guys, they go out there and they kind of try to do too much and then it ends up backfiring. Yeah, definitely. I definitely think you got to stay within within yourself. Um, you know, it's funny. I think if you ask most people, if you go looking for a finish, you're not going to find the finish. You know, it's kind of one of those things just got to come to you a little bit and trust what you've been working on and what you've been doing. And that's definitely, you know, what I got to be careful of is not go crazy headhunting or not go crazy trying to, you know, blow my load in the first round because you think you need that finish because I can guarantee you you're probably not getting the contract if you don't win. So it's win first. And then, you know, obviously you want to be exciting and you want to do good things, but you got to get the W if you're going to get the contract. So I think, yeah, just staying within yourself, knowing kind of what you worked on, having faith in that, having faith in your coaches and, and your preparation. Um, but, yeah, I, I see a lot of guys. You know, my friends, I've had friends go on there, and they just – I know they're better fighters than what they show. And, I, you know, I, I've never been there, so I don't know. But I, I assume, you know, it's easy to have an adrenaline dump in a situation like that. It's easy to think, oh, I got to go crazy right here and finish. You know, I also watch Dustin do it. Luckily, he got the contract, but at the end of that second round, he was so close to the finish, he goes nuts and blows his whole load in the third round. He didn't have much left. And in a normal UFC fight, he would just finish him in the third. He come, You know what I mean? But this is such a different environment that, yeah, you, you got to stay within yourself and you got to stay kind of focused on getting that W first, I think. All right, one last thing. Um, there's many different types of competitors in this sport, individuals. Would you consider yourself more of a, a martial artist or a prize fighter? knew you were gonna ask me this i've been watching all your interviews i see you ask everybody it's tough i don't think i make enough money yet to consider myself a prize fighter and like i said i had that side of my family that grew up all in taekwondo and stuff and that's kind of what i consider martial arts is you know the bowing and the respect and and the creed so i don't really have that either i just think i'm a competitor i i, I think once i start making money i'll be a prize fighter you know i don't make enough money yet to consider myself a prize fighter yet but I'm, i definitely don't think i'm a martial artist i think that's uh, you know, more like Bruce Lee and philosophy and, and it's all that stuff kind of combined, which is cool. That's just not me. You know, I, I, I'm just a competitor. I love to compete. If I wasn't doing this, I'd be, I don't know, I'd be finding people in the store to race tying shoes or something, man. I, I got to compete. So until uh, I make the money, I'm not a prize fighter, but I'm definitely not a martial artist. I don't think either. So I will, right, well, you know, getting closer to that prize fighter, September yeah, 1st, hope- man. Contender, oh. contender series las vegas cody appreciate the time man it was a great conversation hopefully next time we speak you're making your ufc debut for sure thanks brother thanks for having me